0: Welcome to Beyond the Nest, University of Minnesota Rochester's alumni podcast. I'm Marco Land, UMR Director of Alumni and Development Relations. Beyond the Nest highlights Raptor alumni as they share their journey, their work, and lessons learned along the way. In this episode, we catch up with Holly Goulds, UMR Class of 2016, currently. Holly works at Key Surgical as an OR sales representative and is pursuing an MS in health information. Holly sat down with Rachel Wynn, UMR Senior Admissions Representative and fellow Raptor alumna for an engaging conversation on the business of healthcare, not going to med school and puppies.
1: Hello, Holly. Thank you for joining me for our first podcast. Why don't you provide me your position and then when
2: you graduated from UMR? I'm Holly Gills. I am a UMR alum from 2016, and I currently work at a company called Key Surgical. We were recently acquired by STERIS, so I guess technically now I'm a STERIS employee, and I am an OR sales representative. I cover 12 states, everything west of Minnesota from Alaska to Nebraska.
1: That's a lot of ground to cover. It's a (laughs) lot of
2: ground, yeah. (laughs) And OR standing for
1: Operating room. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes, I figured. But uh, just to reiterate, very
2: good. Um, And how long have you been working in that role? For this specific role, I've been here for almost a year and a half, but I've been in sales for a little bit over three years now. Awesome.
1: So we're going to take it back a few years, um, like eight or so. (laughs) Um, What can you what first brought you to UMR? Can you kind of describe, you know, as a high school student, what was your process in
2: finding UMR and eventually attending? Yeah, absolutely. So in high school, I knew that I wanted to go into some kind of medical field. Actually, I specifically wanted to be a radiologist. I remember thinking like, yeah, I can I can sign myself up for that many more years of school. And I wanted a good program. I wanted a program that was I guess super in depth, very hands on, something that could really teach me the core sciences. You know, I wanted chemistry, I wanted biology, I wanted everything that was going to put me at my best possible position to apply for med school. And I got a postcard in the mail with UMR, and it had, I think, three students on it wearing their lab coats. And in a couple of the other pictures on the postcard, it had like, the super awesome labs that UMR has and Mayo Clinic. And I was like, mom, I got to go see this school. Like, this is everything that I want.
1: You know, I think you, uh, your story certainly resonates with a lot of students who think, I want to be a doctor. I, I want to go that full <laughs> nine miles and uh, head down the road towards becoming a physician, but then finding that there are other opportunities in healthcare along
2: the way. What eventually brought you towards the direction of business? It was actually in undergrad that I had started my shadowing experiences, and if I can give advice to anybody that's looking into future professions, it's get as much shadow experience as you possibly can. That was when I really started to realize that I was maybe a little bit better suited for business just because of how my mind works, and I really got to learn to have an appreciation for how much goes on behind the scenes in healthcare. I just learned that I did a lot better on the back-end side, kind of understanding how much broader it is and grew an appreciation for all the people that did work from behind the scenes that you don't necessarily see as the face of healthcare. So shadowing, I had a couple different mentors and I learned that maybe being a physician wasn't for me. What kind of uh, professionals did you shadow? Uh, I feel like they were all across the board. I shadowed at nursing homes, I shadowed in hospital settings, I volunteered in emergency rooms, things like that. I just wanted to see a lot of healthcare so that I kind of knew which specialty I would eventually want to fall into after I kind of chalked radiologist up. I was like, well, maybe it's a different profession. And after seeing everything hands on, I still I just kept coming back to, well, that wasn't it. So now what? I guess I guess I don't know what actually like kind of hold the trigger. I went to a a U of M job fair and met a recruiter there that said I would be really great in medical sales. And I was so close to graduation that it was one of those things where it's like, well, you know, maybe that'll be a great way to see a different side of healthcare. When the job offer was on the table and I was out of school and, you know, talk about gap years a ton. I was like, worst case scenario, this is a great gap year and an opportunity to learn. And I kind of just fell in love with it right away after school.
1: You mentioned like how your brain worked and how and what fit your um, perhaps personality? Like what sort of qualities did you find? Or what sort of strengths did you find that you were able to pull out from the field that you're currently in that perhaps you weren't able to fulfill with some of these
2: other career paths? It was sitting down with my own, my own position that I'd known for years. And I was talking to her about the path that I wanted to take. And basically telling her that I wanted to be just like her because I admired her so much. And it was kind of that harsh reality of we're all so different. And if I could go back and do it all over again, this is what I would do. And she kind of walked me through what she would have done differently and how healthcare had changed in her 30 years in practice. And I didn't, that wasn't the point in time where I was like, I'm going into the business side of healthcare. That was just kind of what grounded me to start looking into other parts of healthcare. Because at this point in time, younger Holly was like, well, it's all the care. It's all the hands on. I want to help people. I want to serve people. I want to do something for somebody else when they're at their weakest moments. But when she had kind of gotten into different aspects of healthcare, like the different insurances and some of the things that we really want to help patients with, we run into some red tape, red tape, meaning You know, maybe it's that their Medicare or Medicaid funds don't cover certain procedures or there's policies in place that cost the patient a little bit more or um, different vendors have really great options. It's just that they're not available on the market yet. So I really started to dig in a little bit more to what else goes on in healthcare that impacts patients lives. And that's really where my brain started to tick on well, what, what do we do for this red tape? What, what kind of solutions can we present to the patient that are available? Or how do we make this easier to navigate my own insurance? Because as soon as I got on my own insurance, it was a matter of the medications that I routinely take. Do they get covered? Do I pay, you know, is it $5 out of pocket? Is it $40 out of pocket? And I started really kind of getting into the data and the, the big picture of healthcare and what that meant for me as a patient, but also everybody in my community that was a patient.
1: So looking more at healthcare as a system and how to help the system versus each individual patient is kind of what I'm hearing you talk about. Exactly, <laughs> yes. i gonna pause for a second. My dog's in the room and I don't want to, <laughs> totally cool.
0: As Beyond the Nest grows, we want to hear from you. Check the show notes for how to connect and share your Raptor journey. Now back to Holly and Rachel as they delve into success coaches, research and building a professional network
1: did you talk to your success coach when you were a student
2: i did a ton and she helped me a lot she was very real with me which i appreciated yeah she sat me down and really got to know me as a person and was always kind of that you know like devil's advocate of are you sure that's what you want to do what about this did you think about this is there
1: a particular memory from umr Um, your time there that sticks with
2: you uh, to this day, uh, that kind of influences your professional life. After after like understanding that college was so different in my study routines and how much I needed to change myself and kind of you grow up once you leave the nest or home. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think getting to sit down with Individuals that are a lot like you, but also so different from you. It was nice to have that connection at UMR of everybody there wanted to do the same thing, but not the same thing. We all wanted to be in healthcare, but we all had different end goals, yet we were using the same avenue or the same paths and the same tracks to get there. And I think that really helped me to talk about why we wanted to do things. And I learned a lot more about healthcare actually from my friends and the people that I met, as well as things like just ask and getting to know teachers outside of the classroom. For example, I was in a research group and getting to sit down with the teachers and you get to really talk about what comes after college. Did you find that there
1: was sort of uh, a pressure to move on to further education? I mean, a lot of, you know, you mentioned your um, interest in medical school initially, and a lot of healthcare professions do require further education. What drew you to a different path of not not pursuing further education after umr that's a great question and
2: i think i think there definitely was pressure to have this next step this next level but it was more from myself than it was from everybody else around me and i didn't recognize that it was from myself and not everybody around me there was nobody that was actually looking at me and saying well you have to go to grad school or You have to go to a professional school or you have to go to medical school or dental school or what have you. I think it was just the pressure that I was putting on myself because so many of my peers were on that same track. So it was really great in that it made me competitive and want to do as well as them. But when I took a step back, it was still nice that I had been pushed so hard and yet can still have a totally different end goal than what I had originally thought I was supposed to. Definitely. (laughs) Uh, you mentioned you have research experience. What sort of research did you do at UMR? So I worked with Dr. Dunbar and Dr. Petzel, and we were studying zebrafish, so or Danny rerio*. It was the the effects of group learning, and there was kind of different directions that that group took. When I had left it, we were looking into whether or not you could have a tutor fish to teach a school of fish, and it was essentially to see if it was also applicable then to humans if you have these these tutors these trained fish does that group learning experience then become shared with the group because one person knows it and doesn't doesn't matter whether or not they were trained ahead of time or if it's just somebody that's like picked out of a group to succeed that was the first time that i was introduced to the program r which is a stats program And I've always loved math, but I hated stats. And again, that's just something that's in my nature. I'm not trying to like yuck somebody else's yum. Some people are really great (laughs) at it. Um, I just, I didn't do well with it inside of a classroom setting, but research allowed me to actually fall back in love with statistics because I understood how applicable it was. Um, oddly enough, I'm actually now in a master's program that's health informatics and that's driven off of statistics. So, yeah, I guess I can say that research carried into something bigger. Wonderful. Uh, so, how did you get involved with your graduate program now? That was just something I kind of did on my own. That was after I realized that I did want that bigger picture in healthcare and kind of understanding more of the, the market side that. I needed a master's if I ever wanted to be in any kind of product management or to look at something as a a whole health system. And UCB had a specific job that was population health, UCB being the pharmaceutical company that I worked for. And the population health role was to look at patients that were taking medications from UCB, what their demographics were, where it was being impacted, which physicians you know, prefer certain things over another in like treatment regimens, whether it be through research and, and proven results, or whether it be through the data that we get or collect from, or can be collected from pharmacies. I shouldn't say we, because we didn't collect it. That role kind of opened my eyes to that. There's so much more that goes into it. And I wanted a role that was closer to, to that without being in pharmaceuticals. I definitely I think have found more of my niche now in med device. Um, but it helped me realize how much more there is to healthcare. Yet again, I feel like each day I kind of like open my eyes to more things. But was there ever a time where you
1: felt really nervous about initiating a conversation or an email before
2: making that leap? Honestly, every time I have a conversation, I feel like that goes through my head. I don't know if I'm like the extroverted introvert or an introverted extrovert, whatever <laughs> that is. But even even this. An interview. I was like, Oh man, I'm gonna screw something up. I'm gonna say something wrong. It's, gonna it's, be it's okay, but that's <laughs> never the point, right? I have to remind yeah. myself of just do it. It gets easier when
1: you start talking. <laughs> do you have any other thoughts of
2: pieces of advice for students? Your timeline is not somebody else's. It was advice from my mom actually about while well, you're down there, utilize the time that you have, because even though you'll be a student the rest of your life, you won't actually be labeled as a student the rest of your life. And that really stuck with me of, you know, definitely take, take the opportunities that you can and get comfortable with being uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel like UMR is going to push you in new ways, college will in general. That said, I was still uncomfortable at UMR at times because it was something that I wasn't familiar with. And it's really easy to be, not easy to be ahead of classes because it was easy. It was just that maybe it didn't challenge you enough. And I feel like a lot of the students that come to UMR kind of have that feeling of high school was such a breeze and, you know, things, things went well for me or things went great because I got into this awesome school. I'm on my path and college is a really exciting time. And then there's going to be a time where it just completely hits you and it comes real full circle, really fast, but to both to just, push through it. I feel like any kind of uncomfort really just pushes you to be that much better for the next time that situation happens and you grow a whole heck of a lot more because of it.
1: All right. What uh, what do you wish you knew as a student that you know now uh,
2: and along the lines of the advice? Again? <laughs> yeah, as a student, I'm going to go with that time management piece again. I feel like my life would have been a lot easier if I would have understand how I work Um, for example, for me, it's a lot easier for me to do 25 minute blocks of really hard work and then taking five minutes and then coming back and doing another 25. Um, I work very cyclical, but I didn't understand that in college. I was like, okay, I need to spend four hours studying for this all at once. And then I can switch gears and study two hours for this. And some of my friends were really great at that. So I thought I should be really great at that. And I wasn't. So I think finding something that worked for me was, was a big deal.
1: Thank you, Holly. It was great having you
2: on here. (laughs) Oh my gosh, no, for sure.
0: A big thank you to those who built Beyond the Nest. Rachel Wynn, Jenny Casper, Molly Olson, and most importantly, to all the UMR alum who are rising to the grand health challenges of the 21st century. Stay tuned for the next episode of Beyond the Nest.